What's up, guys? This is the Genocidal Talk, and I'm your host, Genocide, a.k.a. Franklin Helliger, and I am with my co-host, Brandon, the 14 Kid Simeone. He owns his own podcast, The 14 Talk. Check it out on YouTube. Um, I will probably leave the link in the, uh, in the description. Go ahead, Brandon. Introduce yourself. What's up, everybody? I'm Brandon Simeone, known as The 14 Kid, and I'm here as co-host of Genocidal Talk. This is going to be episode two of the Genocidal Talk, and we are going to start off big today. I told you guys, I do rest, I cover wrestling stuff, WWE, TNA, New Japan, uh, Ring of Honor, and anything else that's important. Or interesting. Or interesting, correct. Today, well not today, this week we found out, I want to say it was Sunday Sunday night, going into Monday morning. I think it was more Monday. Yeah, it was, I think it was a Monday morning we found out. John Cena and Nikki Bello, after six years of being together, broke up. With, I think, a one-year engagement. Yes, with a one-year engagement. Um, John Cena uh, proposed to Nikki Bella at WrestleMania, what was it, 33? Yeah, 33. And it was a, first of all, let's talk about that match with The Miz and Maurice versus John Cena and Nikki Bella. Fantastic. Yep, and the promo thing up to it was very good, too. Yeah, it was hilarious. It was yeah. funny. Worth watching. <laughs> John Cena ended the match, won it, and... Because it's John Cena at WrestleMania, he's going to win. Of course, except this year. Yeah, yeah this year was a bad. Um, but he proposed to Nikki Bella after the end of the... The match. The match, and... After they celebrated, you know, victory and shit. And it was... It would look like it was going to be like one of those fairy tale endings for Nikki Bella. It looked like it was going to be something worth like staying tuned to watch, seeing how the wedding would be, what else would happen. Yeah, going to continue storyline stuff like that, realistic storyline stuff like that on TV, and just real life, you know, drama. How what leads up to the, the wedding, what kind of drama they go through. Because playing wedding is not easy. Exactly, and she actually even went on ET. And she was discussing their arrangements, everything. Because like, they were legitimately, this wasn't fake. They were actually getting married. They were actually a couple. Yeah. As much as I think it was always a thing, people thought they were never really dating. Just a WWE product type thing. Like, yeah. They were just a couple that was made by the company just for publicity's sake. Yeah. John Cena was legitimately going to marry this girl until now. Um... It was a year after that engagement, legitimately, yeah. they broke it off, and it was around the time where the wedding was supposed to be set. I mean, no, not, not that I really kept up with it. I never really heard anything about them actually having a day planned or anything. I, I heard the day was about to be like June, July-ish, around there. That's from what was rumored anyways. But it doesn't matter now, now does it? <laughs> now it don't matter. It doesn't matter now. John Cena and Nikki Bella broke up, and there was multiple, multiple rumors. Um, I covered it in my older uh, podcast on Facebook, but I'm going to cover it here. I legitimately think that it was because of the fact that Nikki Bella wanted one thing, and John Cena wanted another. That's how most of these things kind of work out. And apparently also, uh, getting into a little bit of background, Nikki Bella, from what I looked up, is Italian and Hispanic, and they're big on family. Especially from ever looking up, like... The Totabellas, Total Divas, all that shit. They're very heavily in on family. Yes. And she wants to start her own family. 
Apparently, even even before she dated John Cena, John Cena has always stated how he's never wanted kids. He never wanted kids. He because he denounced believed, it. He believed that he cannot be as great as a father as his dad was to his kids because of the fact that he's always on the road, the fact that he's never there, and the fact now that he's become pretty much a product, a product of a movie star now. He's definitely never gonna be around to raise his kids, which I can understand that. I completely respect. I can that. I can respect that. At least he's honest about it. But again, when it's a woman who really wants kids, it's kind of have to. It's like, hard. It's it's really hard. It's yeah, hard. you, you gotta go back and take. forth. That's gonna be an argument that's there constantly. You give a little, you take a little. Yeah. Unfortunately, they could not get to the ground. I again think this was the rumor. From what was being also rumored was the simple fact that John Cena started going back and reverting to his old ways where it was about him and not about Nikki Bella, and oh, that's yeah. what ended it off. Um, me personally... He started being conceited. Yeah, he started being conceited. Me personally, John, you're 40 years old. You were already married once. You don't need to be down this road again. Live your life, my man. That's what I could best advise you. Live your life because you're 40 years old... You were dating somebody who was 34. Let Dolph Ziggler go back out with Nikki Bella. Yeah, it's not Bella. that big of an age difference, though. It's not a big of an age difference. It's just their mindset were mm. definitely mm. not there. They yeah, were no. definitely two he different. Was more, yeah, she was more of a, let's go out, let's go do something. I feel like he's more of a modest person. He was more of a modest person. She wanted to live the flashy life. And, and then again, it's not like his house wasn't flashy already. It's not like he didn't have flashy shit. I mean, yes, but John Cena is not like... You guys understand, when having flashy things, there's two things that can happen. Like, legitimately two things that can happen. You can either be, um, you can either be humble and, you know, still drive the fancy things but teach yeah. other people how to get it. Oh, yeah. Or you can be conceited and an asshole, like Nikki Bella portrayed herself, and... Have it where people just like legitimately hate you for it, yeah, she and took envy a, you. She took advantage of the fact she's dating one of the most highest paid, probably wrestlers in the world. Yes, she did. Basically, the 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 A boy, the the golden boy of a company that literally throws them millions upon millions of dollars. Yes, the fact that he has probably millions of million dollars saved up. Yes, and it's like it's crazy to me because yeah. Nikki Bella does not should not be spending all this money. Solely because, yes, she is... But you got to admit that she probably makes a lot of her own money, too. I mean, I, of course. Of, of course. I'm never doubting it. I'm just saying she should not be spending it the way she be spending it. Yeah. She she buys shoes, unnecessary clothing wear. Like, her sister is also a pay, high-paid wrestler. You look where she, but they she, live lives in, more, she lives more modest. Yeah, she lives an honest life. She doesn't have a flashy house. Lives a very simple life. Has... Yes. Out of her own hands. Has a farm. She, you know, she has a kid and married to a man that she can, no, like, nobody can consider, um, you know, somebody that they would date or marry. Yeah. She ended up marrying him. Yeah, that and, was. And I mean that very respectfully because yeah. not a lot of guys are, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you, look-wise, not a lot of guys, you know, they look like a million bucks. I don't look like a million bucks. I don't look like shit. I look like a twig. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, for us to say that and we get girls. Or at least girls that we talk to or girls like, like, like us. Yeah. You know, it's very, very common, but very also rare. Yeah. Why I say it's common is because girls tend to like ug ugly guys, just less attractive guys because they're more down-to-earth, simple, and modest. They're very humble. But if you're from, like, New York, they like ugly guys, but they have money. Yeah. 
<laughs> if that's if you live in New York. Yeah, it's a New York thing. At least, uh, at least in my opinion. Yeah. But, you know, John, I really, really wish you nothing but the best, man. Just be a hoe. I mean, you were married before, mm-hmm. and you legitimately ended your marriage when you were cheating. Don't get married again. No more relationships. Be done with it. Be definitely, definitely done with it. Um, We're going to move on to the next There's subject. No the next subject is going to be the greatest Royal Rumble. It's legitimately... A 50-man Royal Rumble in Saudi Arabia, and it's set to be the be-all of end-all for anybody. Anybody and everybody who's wrestling or is currently wrestling is joining this 50-man Royal Rumble. Well, yeah. I mean, they need to to sell 50 men, so they need... I don't think there's going to be anybody who's like... That big of a pop? No, no, it's not going to be anybody who's like... It's going to all be big pops, not anything blackluster. I think what they're going to... And this is a spoiler, because I, I've seen a... What was it? Um, a poster from... Uh, from somebody who leaked from out... Saudi Arabia, I think? Yeah, they leaked out the uh, the poster. Uh, what is supposedly a poster? I saw, I can't confirm or deny We it. can't... Yeah, we can't confirm. But we've seen the poster. Rey Mysterio's on the poster... So that leads us to believe that Rey Mysterio is going to be there. Mark Henry and the Big Show are on the poster. Yeah, Mark Henry. Big Show actually signed another, uh, what was it? A uh, multi-year deal with WWE. Yeah, a lucrative multi-year co- uh, co- for the company. So that's good. Which is good. So that means he's not going to be retiring anytime soon. Even, anytime soon. He's probably still wrestling on a part-time basis. Yeah, I, I, everybody was telling him to retire. So I'm, He's I'm probably glad. not going to be wrestling as much. I'm glad that he's not retiring. Uh... Shane McMahon's on the poster, and apparently he's announced for being in the Royal Rumble, which is good. Yes, that would be that's a real uh, blow up. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn were also going to be in there. That that was a given. Kurt Angle. That was also a given. I mean, that not really. That, I just didn't see that coming of him being in the thing, Royal which Rumble, which is kind of weird. Um, apparently he was on the poster too. Uh, the Great Khali. Yes. That I. That I the mean, the man doesn't look like he can move that great anymore. So I'm very worried on what they're going to make him do. I want him to win it. I want it the Great Khali. Yes, I would want him to win it. Him or Jinder Mahal? Jinder Mahal. Or him? No. But, I, then again, but then again, again, isn't the champions are not like involved with this one? He's not a champion anymore. Oh yeah, he's that not. Will get, that will get in. That will get into. Also, another thing added. Spoiler for two things: for uh, you know the Raw and SmackDown basically, and the uh, Superstar Shakeup. They added two more matches to uh, this uh, card as well. They have Jeff Hardy, who is now the new United States champion, uh, facing Jinder Mahal for his rematch clause for, at the Greatest Royal Rumble for the U.S. title. So he's not going to be in the Royal Rumble. Probably he will, too. I don't know. People could be doing double duty. All right. And uh, the bar will be facing, for the vacated titles, uh, Wilkin, Matt Hardy, and Bray Wyatt. That is an awkward tag team. Which works. Their finisher is kind of cool. It's, it looks like their finisher. I, it's like a twist of fate, but like Bray Wyatt's holding him up in the air by his legs. Uh, and he slams him down with him. That's kind of uh, cool. I mean, to be honest with you, I would rather see Brother Nero come back. But he's now having a solo career. I can see which that. I read online, which I read online, they want to push him to probably get the WWE Championship again. I, I don't, don't mind that. I wouldn't want Jeff Hardy to do that. Why? 
we had we had three good runs as him being a major champion. Three good runs. Him as the World Heavyweight Champion, but him as the great. WWE Championship, and him with the TNA Championship. It was the WWE World Heavyweight Championship. Yes, it, I'll give you that. It was lackluster. So it was like you, a little, it was like what, not even that long. But 2009 was a very confusing year. Yeah, he was getting off of drugs. And it was a very confusing year. Now that he's 100% sober, shouldn't they give him like a proper run again? I know. Even if he's a transitional champion. I wouldn't mind that. Oh. What if he's a transitional champion of Bobby Lashley? <sighs> no, because here's the reason why. And or Shelton Benjamin. What if he's a transitional champion? If they give Shelton Benjamin a great push. They had a really good match with U.S. title. On SmackDown I, I actually did not see... I wanted to see that match. I did not it's see that match. It's very good, actually. I, I, I will definitely take a look into that match. I will definitely take a look. Again, um, Jeff Hardy, just because he's 40, he could still do a lot. Jeff, and it's terrifying. His body's not human. But his body... Uh, he's and, not human. And you actually mentioned something to me earlier before the, uh, the, the podcast. Jeff Hardy has not changed his moveset. No, he's really kept it all the same. Yes, Not at all. a lot of the moves are still the same. Because a lot of guys from that, I, I, I said it based off of the TLC match he had with the Dudleys and Edge and Christian. Yeah. A lot of those guys kind of changed up their moveset because of their age. I mean, Matt Hardy, because number one, the dude walks real limp, not even as a joke, realistically, because he can't really move that great anymore. He yeah. still does a lot of the stuff he used to. It's just, it's very hard. And looks like he's in pain doing it. Sometimes. I think he may have like some kind of hip dysphoria. He has to have a hip uh, Edge, of course, he can't wrestle anymore. Christian just decides not to. No, Christian doesn't decide to. Not to. He had to retire? No, he has. He was forced to. What? He has concussions. Um, he uh, has very bad concussions. Like, one bump will actually put him into seizure shocks. Wow, and, all right. And actually knock him out cold. All right. That means a lot. And the Dudley boys, well, same thing with uh, Bubba Ray Dudley. He has seizure problems. He does have seizure problems, but he has, like, a lot of concussions. And he really... He's not supposed to wrestle, but he still does. Guess where you're Technically. Technically. Uh, Devon, he can still wrestle. He just chooses not to. Yeah, he's the only he's one I can really see that chooses he's, he's, he's just a producer. He would like to wrestle, but like they don't want him to. So I mean, Deacon Devon was very bad. The only thing that came good out of it was The Batista. one funny thing, and I'm, I'm sorry to go off on a tangent. You want to watch the funniest thing they ever did in their lives? <laughs> Listen to their Hall of Fame acceptance speech. I saw it. It was the funniest thing It was the greatest thing ever. Racing ever and Devon takes over. takes over most of it. He he speaks for most of it, which is funny. That's great because you because know, all he used to say it. He he even says the thing. You're the guy who just says testify. Yeah, I mean, legitimately, <laughs> Bubba Ray was the the mouthpiece of the group. Yeah, and there was a lot more to it. But I what I want to see from Jeff Hardy, honestly, and this is going back even to the Royal Rumble. I, I definitely like seeing Jeff Hardy. And by the way, congratulations for the Grand Slam Championship. I know the WWE didn't announce it until after on their Facebook when I had to correct them on it. Um, I know on SmackDown they did. They yeah, they did. They, they mentioned it after and later, the fact. And later on, after he won the belt, they mentioned it. Yeah, which again... I guess it slipped their mind. Like, really, you forgot. You kind of do forget that the man has won. The man has... Yes, he won... I forgot he won the Intercontinental title. I, I... He was the sole holder of the Intercontinental. He's like... Him and Chris Jericho are the two men that made the Intercontinental Championship what it is today. I mean... Besides the Miz. And Dolph Ziggler. Eh, Dolph Ziggler didn't really do much with it. Well, he was always the guy who took a walk for the Miz. 
Yeah, but everybody eats a pen to, to miss. Look at fucking uh, Zack Ryder. One day, one whole day. And Matt has yet to even face for the United States or the Intercontinental Championship. I'm so upset. No, he has. Matt Hardy has faced for the Intercontinental Championship. No, no, Zack Ryder. Oh, yeah, no. He's never. He's never he's yeah, ne- he's never going to be ne- a thing. He's never touching belts again. Oh, yeah. Until he gets released. <laughs> Which he probably won't because he's a company guy. Oh, God. They love him. Oh, yeah. But what I want Seth Hardy to do, I want you to scrap this whole high-flying thing. You got to slow it down a little bit. I want to, like, go back to your TNA roots. Be the second-rate wrestler. Let your brother shine. Help your brother shine. He doesn't need it. His brother's over enough as it is. Yes, but, yeah, all right, look, TNA. Remember, TNA. That's why they separated them. That, but Think dude, about it. Dude, Barry, Jeff, Jeff Hardy's been the golden boy for the for better half of the year. But now they're no. But think about it. They gave Matt Hardy the Andre the Giant win, and it's obvious that they're going to do something with him. Yes, but I don't like the direction, that, especially with this whole Bray Wyatt thing. Honestly, I would want the few. There's another rumor, but I'll get into that when we do the shakeup talk. Yeah, we're gonna do the shakeup talk um, before we go into the Greatest War Rumble. I kind of introduced it. Actually, we're not. We're gonna because we're gonna transition back and forth with it. Hmm. What I want to see, I want Jeff Hardy to lose the United States Championship. He's going to probably at some point. I probably, want him probably before SummerSlam. Yes, I want him to lose. You it. know what'd be cool? Who wins Wait, the in the bank? Let me finish before we get into the idea. I want him to lose it to Randy Orton. That would work. I want him to lose it to Randy Orton and have it as a triple threat match. Between him, Jinder Mahal, and Randy Orton for the United States Championship. Tell know. me that wouldn't be a spectacular. That'd be cool, but I just don't want to see Jinder Mahal win another Randy Orton match. They're wrestling way too much. I don't like it. What do you mean? I don't like the fact that Randy Orton's seeing so many pins to Jinder Mahal. Jinder Mahal is actually a lot better in age and in physique than Randy. Yeah, but... Bro, don't don't bury Randy Orton that much. Randy Orton has holds... Think about it. Randy Orton is the young. No, but Randy Orton is the young, the first ever, well, one of the youngest uh, World Heavyweight Championship holder. One of the youngest World Heavyweight Championship holder. But still, I don't think he should eat that many pins. The man is. The only time I was okay with him eating a pin was at WrestleMania, but unfortunately, he did that to Rusev. Yeah, they buried Rusev. We're going to talk about burying Rusev. I mean, he was in the main event this past on SmackDown. Yeah. Good, but it's tag match. Buried. I mean, they're doing something with him. They, they, they are. He's gay TV time. That's something. That's something. And we're gonna talk about burying Rusev in a second. But what I think they should do is have Jinder Mahal pick up the title, have Samoa Joe pick up the Intercontinental, because obviously Samoa Joe's on. Samoa Joe is on SmackDown, but he's facing for the Intercontinental title. Which he's not going to win. But hear me out. Hear my idea for it. Have Jinder take the United States Championship to Raw. Take it back to Raw. Take it back to Raw. Correct. Have fucking uh, Samoa Joe take the Intercontinental, bring it back to SmackDown. Have, yeah, and, and have it where there's a tournament to face Samoa Joe. Tournaments always work. Yes. And when Randy Orton eats that pin to Jinder Mahal, boom, Randy Orton finally gets his heel turn. Turn Randy heel. Tell me that wouldn't work. But, mm, Tell me that's not good booking. 
It's like what? After Gender wins it, he beats the shit out of... No, Gender wins it. He walks off with the Singh brothers, right? Jeff Hardy's looking at him like, yo, what the hell? Like, I had the match won. Randy Orton then gets upset, slaps just, him in the face, and then, and then RKO's him. And then, bring back the punt. Bring back the punt. That's um, what made Randy Orton devastating. I mean, if they're letting him, if they're letting Seth Rollins do the curve stop now call a blackout, I guess they could call it the punt. Yes, bring it back. Turn Randy Orton to heel. Bring back the punt. But that was never Boom. a finisher. It that wasn't was, a finisher, was but it was, but it looked so devastating. It could be a finisher. That's how devastating that punt looked. Tommy, right there, book, but great booking. That is, but at the same time, I kind of like the U.S. title on there and had the Intercontinental title on SmackDown. Not SmackDown on Raw. I like the idea too, and I like the concept. Because you know why? If it's on SmackDown, they're gonna automatically they're not sure about. Samoa Joe having it because of the fact that he's been injured a lot. They'll give it back to the Miz. They'll give it right back. To exactly. Him. That's my whole thing. And then have Brian and uh, I know Miz and have that feud for the Intercontinental title, which because was the that last was a, title. That yes. Because it was a what I a see, year. I see a your year. point. I see your point. Exactly. I mean, that sounds good. Great booking. That's very long term booking, which they don't do. Yeah, they don't think about that. They stuff. don't do long term shit anymore. No. Anyway. Speaking, but, uh, continue. If you don't mind me, if we could transition over. Yeah, we, speaking we could, of SmackDown and Raw, recently they had something called the Shakeup, Superstar Shakeup, like they do, I think, once a year now, or once every yes. other year. So we're gonna, like I said, we're gonna transition back and forth, and you're gonna see how this plays out so, to the Grand Royal Rumble. So go ahead. Because also on top of that, on top of the fact of Superstar Shakeup, they have now also said that they're going to have co-branded pay-per-views. Yes. Which I like. But the one thing I would like the most is if they don't make every title defended on each pay-per-view. You really think you, the Brock, Brock Lesnar as if... No, 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 not the Brock Lesnar thing. I talk about, have it like where, alright, we'll defend the WWE title, okay. the SmackDown Women's title, okay. two tag titles, and the US belt. Like, okay. they pick out which titles they will defend. Don't, Whatever storyline either needs more time... Or... That can progress. That, right? that could just like end soon, or or that we have a conclusion to it already. Right. The only reason why I don't like the Cole thing is because it's gonna go back into that whole where Raw and SmackDown become one whole big brand again. And it's it not just, they're not gonna do that. They have way too many wrestlers. Yeah, I, I really hope they don't do that. Th to be honest with you, I like the I like the better even back in two thousand six when they had two separate pay per views. But there there was too many pay per views. But way it, too many. That's what made WWE great. Yeah, but you know how much fucking shit we had to watch? I mean, it's cool to still watch, you know what I mean? Backlash, SmackDown. Have them have New Year's Revolution come back. That's a favorite I wouldn't mind seeing. That, that's what I wouldn't want to see. I would want to see that come back. Um, But the reason why we keep transitioning back and forth is because there's a lot of superstars that were brought on to Raw and SmackDown that goes into the Greatest Royal Rumble. Asuka is on SmackDown. All right, well, going on to SmackDown, because this I actually can remember off the top of my head. SmackDown got the <coughs> returning Big Cass. Yes. The returning R-Truth. Wow, I didn't see that one. Yeah. Uh, which had a funny skit with him and Ty Dillinger and the New Day. I don't really remember it all the way, but it's funny as hell because it's R-Truth. He's pretty fucking funny. Um, the um, right, returning Big Cass, 
R-Truth, Samojo. Samojo. Which was very, very interesting. The new United States champion, Jeff Hardy. The Miz. The Miz, which was announced in that four. Tag team-wise, they have The Club. Sanity. We gotta get into that. I was gonna say that till the end, but thanks for that. I love the sanity. Um, I'm sorry. Uh, the Bar, which is shocking to me. I didn't think them. I was honestly thinking the Revival. Um, who is that other guy? Um, one more person. I know I'm missing somebody. Uh, and the other two, which is uh, NXT call-ups, Sandy minus Nikki Cross, which is weird. Yes, I was and, gonna bring that up. And uh, Andrade Cien Almas with uh, Selena Vega. What was so really, I'm yeah. guessing Selena Vega is gonna be a manager or can also wrestle too? I guess hopefully because I know she wrestled tonight. As we're recording, she's wrestling on NXT. So. What I found really weird is that they brought up the Sanity and not Nikki Cross, the co-founder of the Sanity. Maybe they have faith in her to be a singles woman. Yeah, and but... And maybe they're going to put the title on her? I honestly would have loved the Sanity as a group. Yeah. And a collective group. Reason being reading. is because they would make SmackDown look so great. And reading into another rumor that was online, Bray Wyatt might be the leader of Sanity. Bray Wyatt, Mike. Oh, here we go. See, Vince McMahon has very bad ideas. No, that would it would be a good idea. Fucking that uh, would be a bad idea. We'll get into that at the end of the podcast where we talk about Brock Lesnar, Vince McMahon, and any bad idea that they have. Well, like letting Brock Lesnar still be a part of wrestling. (sighs) We'll talk about that one soon. But all these debuts and and returns and brought-backs... From SmackDown and Raw. And honestly, because the night before on Raw, when I was watching it, there was 19 people brought on to Raw. 19. Yeah. I don't remember all the fucking names, but I know it was a fucking lot. Surprisingly, I thought there was going to be... I was amazed that they were able to kind of even it out, the trade. Of course. It was easy. It was not hard to even it out. It was easy. Yes and no. I mean... But what the reason why we keep bringing up the shakeup and transitioning back to the Grace Royal Rumble because there's so many debuts, returns, um, everything, everything in between that yeah. that would make that would make of the Grace Royal Rumble a 50 man. Think about it, a 50 man battle royal to face any champion. I don't know what is this. I don't know what this is for. Actually, they never really. They never dis. They, they never, never specify. I think it's just for bragging rights. I, I, I honestly think it no, could they, be it's, it's, it's for... It has to be something. No, it's for a title. It's just they said any title. They never specified what title. So any champion is on books. I mean, Braun, Stra- Braun Strowman, I don't think he should come over. He should not overcome this. Braun <laughs> Strowman, yes, he deserves a push, just not at that There's another uh, rumor event. about Braun Strowman, which I want to possibly get into. Okay. Uh... With such stuff, well, we'll get into it with the Brock Lesnar thing. Okay. Because I don't do Brock Lesnar, but anyway. Uh, I don't really know who I want to win the, stu- the greatest Royal Rumble thing. I just think it's going to be interesting. And then, the, and then aren't they doing a battle royal for the women's as well? No. Okay, so it's just the Because they, they don't have that many women. I mean, NXT. Is yeah, thing. but you know, they would have to take all of NXT women's roster. Right. All of know, it. Just like maybe, or bring back some women. Like the, they to fly them all, to, to convince a bunch of women to fly all the way out to the Middle East. I'm pretty sure some of them will do it. They would have to get them to start going there, like, within the next week. 
They've only announced it for the men. And especially since there is no women matches. Which is upsetting. But it's kind of their thing out there, you know. I get it. But yeah, at the same time I don't, but still. You gotta be it's India. It's you, their religion, their beliefs. You gotta they, be politically correct. You have to be. Because they're a big multi-faction company. So. Right. Now, we're gonna talk about the Great Royal Rumble. Because burying was a thing. So, if anybody was paying attention to Rusev and his heat, Rusev caught heat because he was planned initially to go and face The Undertaker, the Undertaker in a casket match. He made jokes about it, even went on TMZ and cut a promo. A work promo. And then WWE is like, nope, we're going to change it to Chris Jericho, a guy who doesn't even work for us. No, let me get into the reason why they changed it. But then they changed it back. No, but I'm going to get into the reason why they changed it first. The reason why they changed it was because Michelle McCool actually put out a tweet. That she was upset about it. Yes, but it was a work tweet. But then again, people, like, you, if a human resources guy sees that, you don't, you can't really tell. I mean, text, you can't tell. I mean, yes, I, I completely understand that. But here's my thing. Here's my thing, right? Michelle McCool did a work, uh, a work shoot and a work tweet, which was great. Cost almost Rusev's whole entire pay-per-view. And pasta chopped. He's and already he, on thin ice. Yeah, he's already in thin ice for cutting his hair. He did a lot of bad things. But it's not like he mean he meant it. Like shit, the man cut his hair. I, I mean, mean, I get it. Why it's a thing? Because of like you know somebody. It's hard action to action figures. Yes, and it's hard video to games. change the the, uh, the the product. The product. Yeah, I mean, I get it, but still, oh my god. But Rusev caught heat. They changed it to Chris Jericho. Chris Jericho didn't have a problem with it at first. He then went on a podcast and explained, you know, I rather not. Undertaker and Michelle McCool actually came out and said, no, we were okay with it. Chris Jericho was like, I don't really care. I don't even want to do it to begin with. So I'm glad they changed it back to Rusev. But what I feel is fucking this whole thing up is the simple fact not only did you just confuse the fans, but there's no buildup between The Undertaker and Rusev. This show was never going to ever probably build up for this match anyway. Yeah, but there should have been a build-up. It's going to be literally probably like a four-minute match. I hope not. The man... The, I, I really hope not. People keep saying how The Undertaker is going to come back and wrestle. The Undertaker more. looked a lot great when he was saying... A lot great. Hear me speaking English. He looked a lot better than what he was looking like years prior. And even that fucking Raw 25 when he was limping to the ring. Exactly. Which nobody noticed it, but you kind of notice it. But in, in this rate, he was great for WrestleMania 34. Again, he's going to do the same thing he did at WrestleMania 34. And possibly, very, very possibly, there's a small sliver chance this could happen, which I would be very happy if it does, because this is a WrestleMania I'm going to. WrestleMania 35 is going to be held in New York. And of course, I want to go to it because, you know, I live in New York. Uh, that he might have a career versus career match against John Cena, which is. Oh, so that's why Undertaker. Oh, gonna that's go... why I kind of wanted uh... Undertaker to come out, cut a small promo, and challenge him next year. You could have built for this for a year. I mean. And that would have been a thing. Undertaker is the key guy for WrestleMania. I know I said it in my other podcast on Facebook. That um, we don't that Undertaker had skipped out two WrestleManias solely because of uh, 
an injury. Yeah. But I, you can't have that's like having I don't know Tom Brady on the sideline and you have Mark Sanchez as a quarterback. Mm. You don't that doesn't work. You know you know your P stars right here. Just put them in. And again, it's his choice if he wants to keep doing it. It is his choice. I, I, I'm positive. He, I'm positive. Vince McMahon is throwing him ridiculous amounts of money. Uh, at this that point, no of man could say no to. Of course, and I think next year is going to be Johnson's getting squashed again. Him retiring, and so, so technically Undertaker <sighs> losing both their. That would kind of mean a big thing for number one. But if, then they would ruin the whole career of versus career thing at this point. Yeah, but. But th- but then, do you really want to see Undertaker lose a third time WrestleMania? I mean, no. if it's to the right person, yes. To John Cena? To Kurt Angle? No. I would like to see it. No. I would like to see that no. match. Kurt I would Angle's never... too, number one, Kurt Angle is too old. Kurt no. Angle is never too old. He's too old? Triple one. H is too old. They're the same age. Hell no. Yeah, they are. You did not see that match in where, where Kurt Angle was wrestling? Boy, I did. Kurt Angle and you him did are the not same know. Age. You did not see what. But Triple you do H realize did. that they're both the same age. Right? I understand that Triple H moved like an old fucking man. But Kurt Angle had Kurt Angle, so much. It's going to catch to him. It's going to catch up to him. No, he's it's, it's not. Going, his it health, is not. It's going to. Considering that he doesn't even wrestle a lot, it's definitely not going to catch up to him. Definitely not. Triple H on the other hand, he, he doesn't wrestle like, that much. What? He wrestles like what two matches a year, if that. Triple H? Yeah. And he still walks like an old man. Yeah, because how many times he fucking... Yeah, because the man is stupid and he does stupid things. Mm-hmm. Bad, stupid things. Bad decisions, Triple H. Bad decisions. Right. Stop wrestling. Uh... But this casket match for The Undertaker, again, just like this John Cena uh, bull crap that happened in, in WrestleMania 34, there's no buildup on The Undertaker side. It's the same thing we're going to get here for the, uh, the Greatest Royal Rumble. I swear, I really hope I really hope maybe this week Undertaker comes out and actually challenges Rusev and acknowledges it. It'd make no sense. I mean, nine ninety nine. Am I right? Nine ninety nine. Am I right? There you go. There you go. Uh, Besides that, there was a bunch of other matches that were announced. Uh, Not. I mean, like I said, Jinder Mahal and. Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns. Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns and Steel, Steel Cage, Cage match. match. I feel like that's going to be an MMA fight. Yeah, oh my god! The closest gosh. thing to an MMA fight they can get to. And Brock Lesnar's going to walk out and win again, and he's going to go backstage say, "I want more money. If you want me to stay here, if not, I'm taking this belt and I'm leaving." Well, from what was rumored, he got he was supposedly almost into a fist fight with Vince McMahon at WrestleMania. That, but we're going to get into that in, in that last segment of the of the uh, podcast. All right. Um. What else matches were actually advertised as well? Because I know those are like the two, three biggest matches that were advertised. There was that, that the Intercontinental Ladder Match. Oh, they have them. a ladder match? Yeah. Huh. The Miz, uh, Seth Rollins, Finn Balor, and Samoa Joe. Oh, that's awesome. That sounds cool. Samoa Joe's not winning that. I hope he does. His big ass doesn't look like he can climb a ladder. Same like it wasn't realistic that they saw Killian Dane climb a ladder. You just don't see big men like that climbing ladders. I mean, it could happen. Yard work is a thing. Yard work is a thing. But, uh, yeah, I mean, that looks interesting. Seth Rollins probably going to retain. What's I, the, I don't hopefully. think see Finn Balor win it. Finn Balor needs a push. Finn Balor Definitely needs a push. He, that is a especially man that's overlooked. Especially since Demon Balor's never happening again. Oh, why is that not happening again? I feel like that's not happening again. I think Vince McMahon hated it to begin with. I just think that the... 
the battle club thing for everyone, especially with the LGBT thing that they did recently. <sighs> that seems to be very popular. That was so fucking horrible. Let me tell you something. You have two of the most, two past tense major bullet club leaders, and you do nothing with them. I mean, he did really Why? good. He did very good in the, the the triple threat match that opened it. Right, but look. And the inclusion thing out, was very nice. Right, but the only out of all of them, all three, uh, out of all four of these guys, one leader, out of these two leaders, one leader is doing absolutely everything. And, and Finn Balor won the Universal title, had to drop it. You're dangerous. And Due to injury, really yes. got back up to where he was. Exactly. It was the fear because of the fact he got injured once. But whose fault is look that? At, look at Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins is the reason why he got injured. Seth no, but Rollins. Seth Rollins also said the same thing. Look at him. He got injured. Here is here is me. He had the fucking what? The WWE title for what? All of a day? All of a couple minutes and Dean, Dean Ambrose cashed in? Remember that? I remember that. So yeah. That I, happens to everybody. I think Finn Balor needs a push. Bring... The Bullet Club finally to WWE. The, the Bullet Club is owned by fucking New Japan. I, I know, I understand that, but bring the Bullet Club to where it needs to be in the WWE. I mean, make it like you a can't faction. really do that now anymore because you know the club is on SmackDown and and AJ Styles on SmackDown. I don't know. Sometime this I year, I would like them. Hold on. Sometime this year, transfer Finn Balor from SmackDown. You know I mean, from Raw to SmackDown. And had that You know what's more interesting? What? He had nothing to ever do with them, but fuck it, it'll be a swerve. Shinsuke Nakamura no. starts a new club. Uh, He's a heel. No. He's a heel. No. No. He needs to be hated. No. How would, how would no. it be? The Shinsuke Nakamura as a heel now, it's hilarious and it works. But think about it. I don't speak English. Think about how, no, but think of how great it would be if one night the club comes out to say hi to AJ Styles and Shinsuke Nakamura standing right behind AJ Styles does this to them and then the, the club the beats blow? the shit, low blows him and then the club beats the shit out of AJ and then Magic kills him and says we now are with Shinsuke. It wouldn't make sense. It wouldn't, but hey, guess what? It looked cool. It, no, I wouldn't like that idea. That's bad booking. It's not bad booking. That's it's called bad. different booking. It's called creative booking. It's bad booking because Shinsuke Nakamura had no history so what? to them. They have history now in WWE. They'll make history. They I mean, put together factions before. I mean, yes, and the faction. Look at the bar. The bar worked at first. It was like, horrible. It was horrible. Then we started working. And it started and this working. Be a long because thing. This of the catchphrase. Like no, don't put, no, don't put and Shinsuke in that And then give Shinsuke something to do. No, don't put Shinsuke, let Shinsuke be heel all by his lonesome. They're going to put him with somebody. No, they're not. They're going to put somebody with and him. And if they do, they're going to fuck up Shinsuke's name. And at that point, I wouldn't blame Shinsuke if he got released. Because I, I would want to get released after that. Just have Finn Balor, AJ Styles, and everybody come... As like the NWO of WWE. But then that's just rehashing old shit that's already been done before. No. Yeah. It makes it a lot better because it's not going to be like this big ass faction. Yeah, the fact that they can't call themselves a bullet club but yet people know they yeah, we, People will mark out for it. Yeah, but guess what? Guess what they'll go and buy? Bullet club shirts with WWE ain't making money off of. Okay, uh, no, so that's it. They're, they're, just, they're just making... Well, they, can change, they can change it to where they get they own the copyrights. They have... They can't... They would have to pay off... 
New Japan for the copyrights of the Bullet Club. No, not the Bullet Club, but changed the name to the they club, had, obviously. They did that. They already had that. They're yeah. the club. Well, the tag team is called the right, club. Right, and have a logo different from what they that have in New Japan. logo just looks like the one from New Japan. No, it doesn't. Yeah. No, it doesn't. It looks like... It looks Luke like, Gallows is... No, it doesn't. No, Luke Gallows, Carl Anderson. Luke Carl Anderson wears on a shirt. That is basically the club logo. I don't... I don't I've never seen the shirt. It looks like a fucking Stormtrooper helmet. Oh, yeah, the one that Luke Gallows had. Yeah, looks like a Stormtrooper helmet. A weird Stormtrooper helmet. It's not, it's not. And it looks like close. a weird, it looks like a weird yeah, But it's not close. It's kind of close. Not really. They Especially since they changed the logo, it's definitely not close now. Yeah, see? <laughs> Just let Finn Balor get a good push. Alright. Um, now. Want to talk about the... The upsetting news before we get into the Brock Lesnar news. Oh, yeah. Oh, right. Um, the Bruno. No, I was going to say that till the very end. Because, okay. I, yeah. Because, all right. Yeah. And things all said. No, right. <laughs> um, now, the ending, the near ending of the show. Uh, My favorite segment, what the fuck Vince McMahon did wrong this time. All right. To get into this a little bit, if you don't mind. Go ahead. Um. Uh, as everyone knows, for a while now, Brock Lesnar has been seen with Dana White and has been heavily talked, and even Paul Heyman has backed up the fact that they have heavily talked, been talking with UFC. And yes, now he can wants you actually to actually turn on the AC. Yeah, that's what I'm actually going to do. Yeah. And, can, and uh, pursue a fucking UFC career again. Yeah. Because of the fact that he's um in his 40s, he's not getting any younger, and normally. They, still cut you off they, they normally they try to cut you off at 40. I know Bellator and other. Smaller promotions kind of still let you go. I know at one place there's like a six-year-old still fucking doing this shit. Damn. Um, but anyway, so it has been said countless times that WWE is going to, you know, his contract was ending after WrestleMania. That he was going to drop the title to Roman Reigns. Well, Roman Reigns, as you know, has probably known that, oh, I'm going to get the title. I'm going to be all happy. Everyone's going to have a chance to the title now. It's going to be back on TV where it belongs, which is the only reason why I defended Roman Reigns for him getting it. Because at least it will be on TV. On a weekly basis. Okay. Upsettingly enough, the day of WrestleMania, the morning that Roman Reigns got in there, which they get in there like 7 in the morning. But WWE said, nah, we said, changed our minds, They B. said, yeah, because we're terrified because I don't believe that, you know, since I have amazing talent that could possibly sell out arenas without Brock Lesnar, I'm going to pay Brock Lesnar fucking more money and let him hold on to the title. Oh, oh, yeah, also, guess what? He's going to beat the shit out of you, too. Okay. Also, you being Roman Reigns, having depressed and stuff, you have to be mad depressed. Throughout the entire day, they're like, all right, I'm not going to win tonight. He acted like Johnny, how he was acting in uh He was whole... probably very... And also, yeah. I, also, I heard at one point, there was actually just straight up a real fight in the middle of that match, which it looked like it. Okay. That Brock Lesnar at one point, like, spoiler alerts if you don't fucking know this already, Brock Lesnar actually fucking... The, co the word is potatoing him, throwing real punches in the match, which apparently how he got busted open. Yeah. People think that's a work. I feel like that was actually a shoot. Like, they actually, he wanted to hurt him. Okay. And I wouldn't put past him. Mm -hmm. I really wouldn't. Then afterwards, you know, apparently after he won, he went backstage, started talking shit to Vince McMahon, how, like, oh, you need me, blah, 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 this, blah, blah, that. He got onto his face. Shane McMahon tried interjecting. Trying to push him off his dad, not his dad. So he's like, "Yo, don't fucking touch my dad," type shit. And you know, basically, Brock Lesnar an asshole. Right. So that's his side of the story. Now, 
here's my side of the story, right? Everything was correct up until a certain point. So, yes, Roman Reigns found out the day of that um, he was losing the title. Yes, everything he was saying. The only thing that was different, and, I, and there was more reports leaked out about it. Um, yes, Paul, Paul Heyman, Brock Lesnar, and Vince all had agreement that, you know, we're going to sign you to a multi-deal contract. An extended contract, not only a multi-deal. It was actually, now it's still kind of more reported that it's multi because they want him to be a bigger draw as he is now. They want more people to be drawn in just like him and Ronda Rousey. Now they're together and they're like from MMA and from that world. They yeah. have like seven people standby right now that are training that are from UFC. Yeah. Hope you know that. Yeah, but yet they still keep them to. Because they made money. Exactly. <laughs> so, um, now, yes, he was right about the potatoing part as well. The only thing was, the reason why I feel like the ending where um, Roman busted himself, well, got busted open, because I can't say busted himself open, because he didn't blade anymore. They don't do blading anymore. Not that we saw, at least. Yeah, they, it didn't look like it was blading. No. But um, he was getting beat, legitimately beat up. So from what I heard, that was part of the plan. Vince was either, and this is what they were saying, that it was upset. Uh, where Vince got upset. It was the amount of blood that was drawn from Roman and the fact that Roman got upchucked into the German announce, uh, announcements table without pre-warning. That was a spot that was not planned for. That's why you see the German announcers jump up and actually yeah, German actually remove. get, like, fucking terrifying. Yeah. That fucking giant human body that's coming toward them. Exactly. <laughs> so when Brock Lesnar beat the holy living shit out of uh, Roman Reigns, Roman Reigns, uh, not Roman Reigns, I'm sorry, Brock Lesnar then went to the back, didn't yell, didn't do a screaming match with Vincent Man. no. Took the Universal title and chucked it at Vincent Man. From what multiple reports are saying, it's either towards him or it was at him where it was directly, the belt hit him. Nobody could have hit him. Yeah, or could have hit him. Nobody really knows. They just knew the belt was tossed in this and man's direction. also that uh, Shane McMahon also kind of jumped up. And That's of... what I was getting to, yeah. So Vince McMahon, uh, not Vince McMahon, Shane McMahon actually jumped up and getting Brock Lesnar's face and Brock Lesnar with Paul Heyman dipped out without saying a word. Which is rare, because normally Brock Lesnar would probably try to beat the shit out of him. Yeah. Now, that, no, I'm sorry. Because Brock Lesnar is just that type of, you know, asshole. He, He's done that before, multiple times. Yes, of course. Especially, like, what, two SummerSlams ago to With Chris, Chris Jericho? Jericho? Yeah. Because Chris Jericho didn't know what... The ending was, yeah. yeah. No, actually, the same scenario happened Basically. again. But also, it was rumored that Roman Reigns really didn't know how the match was going to go. That he was told literally... Even before, like, the whole, like, he wasn't included in those meetings between Paul Heyman, yeah. Brock Lesnar, and... He was not and, included. He was not in the room with them. Unlike with Randy Orton and Brock Lesnar, Randy Orton was in the room. Yeah. So... I kind of, you now at this point kind of feel bad for Roman Reigns. I do feel bad, but I don't, he's a terrible wrestler. No, well, he he's not asking for any of this. No, he's not. He's never, I'm pretty sure at some point he was like, can I just be the, like, wrestler that wrestles all the way down there? Yeah, no, I understand. Can I be Heath Slater wrestling? Can I be uh, Heath Slater wrestling? No, I completely understand that, but <laughs> let me get into it. So, now there's more reports coming out saying that that whole segment that happened in the back was a work, and 
they're, they're reporting that uh, that Brock Lesnar is still going to be with them for a very long time and it's going to be actually a back and forth kind of thing between UFC and WWE where they trade their uh, Brock Lesnar to go kind of like what they did the last time when he when he fought Mark Hunt kind of yeah that kind of deal but yeah. it's going to be long extended so basically Brock Lesnar is going to make a shit ton of money he's going to be making a yeah forever and it's not for like he's not that now don't get it twisted he won't be making money if he does not appear on Raw. He will not be making money just for because he contracted with them. It's only when he does appearances he will make money. He will make money. And same thing with goes with UFC. He has to um, do appearances in order to make money. So I feel like he's only going to probably be around for the big pay per views and one or two house shows and one or two roles before the big pay per views. Exactly. Because doing the UFC thing does take a toll on you, and even if you are Brock Lesnar, you're still getting. The shit kicked out of you. And if you've ever seen Brock Lesnar's fights in UFC, they're not great. They're not. They're not. I'm not going to lie. The no. man can't even fucking do that right. No, I don't know why he does UFC, but... He's a big dude, that's why. Yeah. But, it's also, um, it's also reported that when he goes back to UFC, he has to go, I think, was it, six month worth of, um... Not rehabilitation. I wouldn't say drug testing and drug screening. Oh, yeah, because the last time. Yeah, because of the last bullshit. He was banned for a year from ever performing in uh, Las Vegas. Oh, man. He was supposed to be on a roll. He couldn't do it because he had to take growth hormones. Which, yes, some things like, you know, fucking uh, pills that, you know, people take. the yeah. and stuff. Some of those ones, depending on where you go, and even ones that I can get even at the, the vitamin shop in Staten Island. They have, you know, fucking stuff that's on those tests that will pop up. But, you know, he should realize this. The man's been doing this for how long? Yeah, he should He's part of one company that does drug testing the most out of any sports in the world? Yeah, he should have known definitely. He should have known better. But no, he doesn't. Because he's like, I'm Brock Lesnar, I get away with this right. Nope. Guess what? That win was scrapped. You don't have a win. Like, it's Mark Hunt anymore. Yep. So, Brock Lesnar's going to be making a lot of money. And he's going to be making a lot of money doing it only solely through appearances. What does that mean for Brock Lesnar? And he's not even going to get hurt that much even when he does the WWE thing. The only mm. stuff that's probably going to take out a lot of energy is the UFC. Exactly. What does that mean for Brock Lesnar? Money. That whole Bobby Lashley match is going to be a definite thing. That probably will happen. But Bobby Lashley's going to lose. I hope not. We'll wait and see. We'll wait and see. Another rumor not, thing that I want to bring up, though, is that it's set online... The fact that people are not cheering Roman Reigns at all, they're considering another man to take the belt off of Brock Lesnar. That's a guy who lost now, I think, what, two times to him or three times to him? Yeah. Braun Strowman. I, I see it. I, I wouldn't see, mind it. I see it. I mean, now that that's not his first title that he won, I yeah. guess that's kind of cool now. Because yeah. he won the tag team titles technically. Yeah. I wouldn't mind that. I think Braun Strowman as Universal Champion would work. It would work. I, I, He's popular enough. Yeah, and I mean, I feel bad for Roman, but Roman's one of those Vincent Man experiences, uh, experiments that... Um, it's kind of working, kind of <coughs> not, kind of working. It's not. Definitely not, definitely not. Definitely now. not working, yeah. When he was doing these promos against Brock Lesnar, I really liked them. And I actually did make a... You know, I'm going to just put it a little bit in there before I end this with the the, the final statement. But I did put in there, like, hey, change your theme song, change your movesets. 
change how you talk. I'd be fine with the moveset if he lost the vest. No, I'm not okay with the movesets. And it's generic for every Samoan to have the same movesets. I mean, compare him to The Rock. They're kind of different. The Rock, the Nia Rock Jax, Tamina Snuka. Well, Tamina Snuka and Nia Jax are basically quote. I mean, but... The not, Usos. The Usos. The Usos do different things, though. The Usos the, do the, more but, high flying stuff. The, Yes, but all of them have the same nostalgic... They basic all of them Samoan do Samoan wrestler. drop. All, all Samoans do that Samoan drop. That needs to change. Samoa Joe does a Samoan job. Yes, but Samoa Joe... What's the difference? He's Samoan. The, the difference is... No, he's not. Yeah, he is. Samoa Joe is Samoan. He's not aligned with them. Not that we know of. No, he's there not. There could be a possible... There link. is no links whatsoever at all. Through tribes. No. Could be. You do Samo- realize... Yes, I understand. You do realize that Roman Reigns and The Rock aren't blood-related, right? I know that. He's God, thank you. I know that, but still, because they're in the Anawaii family... Ah, Hawaii. Ah, uh, uh, Hawaii and Hawaii, whatever the fuck you want to call them. Respect it. Don't they're respect in a tribe where they're very popular. Yes. Samoa Joe, no. And I think I did do my research. I'm I'm pretty sure because I, somebody actually had this argument with me. I'm 100, I'm not 100. I would say 95.9% that he's not even Samoan. He's American. He's all American. No, he's part Samoan. No, Samoa he's part Joe Samoan. Samoan Joe Samoan. He looks Samoan. The man looks straight. He's Samoan, but he's American. Yeah, but he's still Samoan. Nah, I don't matter. I looked up. Technically, Roman Reigns is American. He was born in America. 95.9%. You also was born in America? 95.9%. All right. There you go. Now, ending it off because it's almost 12 o'clock. And I wanted to get this announcement. He actually reminded me as well. Um, I wanted to get this announcement out there. Um... I, I think it's better fitting for you to say it than I am. Uh, yeah. But unfortunately, today, the wrestling world and basically sport world has lost a great human being. W, w, former uh, WWE legend Bruno Sammartino passed away today at the age of 82 years old. Do you know what he died of? He had some heart... I know he had heart problems. It was deteriorating of his... Um health. Yeah, deteriorating health. He was he was old. He was I mean, getting old. He was in the hospital, I think, a week prior. Yeah. I know that much. And then he was, he has to go home, you know, because he knew he was going to die. It was very upsetting. Um, um, what does he mean for you? Well, not just to me. Alright, Bruno San Martino, it's kind of obvious he's an Italian. He's an Italian-American who came from Italy. His family escaped the Nazis from their village to come to America for greater things. Of course, at the time when he came to this country, it was around the 50s, 60s. Actually, earlier, he came here in the 40s. He was a little right. kid. So 40s, 50s, 60s. Italian-Americans, especially in New York and especially in this country at the time, were just seen as workers, just seen as people you could push around, you know, call WAPs, which was a very racial term back in the day to call an Italian. Yeah. And, you know, kind of basically what they did to all minorities. They segregated them to a small group, and they just said, hey, screw you. You're just going to work for us, and we're going to abuse you. Um, you know, he rose up against that. Of course, he was a very big man. He was six foot seven, mm-hmm. around roughly, probably close to three hundred pounds of solid muscle. Yeah. And you know, he joined uh, Vince Senior's WWWF as a wrestler. And of course, you know, when you're a little kid coming to this country, or even a young man coming to this country, and you see a guy, Bruno Sammartino, big Italian man, came from Italy, in New York, Italian American. You know, fighting and you know, winning matches. You look up to him as an idol because basically, if you really look at it, Italians don't got many idols. 
that aren't like either gang related or frauds like Christopher Columbus, you know, Bruno San Martino was an idol to a lot of Italians. Speaking from personal family family stuff, my family, my dad and my aunt and my cousin my dad's cousin used to go watch Bruno San Martino's matches out in Brooklyn when he would have matches in Brooklyn. They would literally throw my great grandmother would throw Italian S cookies that she would make at the wrestlers and they would pick them up and eat them. That was a funny thing I didn't believe till my cousin till my uncle told me that. But, you know, he was very, very well loved by wrestlers. Um, of course, obviously, he's best well known for having the longest world heavyweight championship reign, I think, in the world. It still has yet to be broken. It spans over, I think, eight years. And altogether, eight it's ten over ten years. years. Yeah. And altogether, all of his reigns, it's ten years. Um, you know, he's main evented Madison Square Garden, which is the biggest event, which is everybody's dream to main event that place in any sport. Yeah. Um, especially since I think I think I'm um, don't quote me on this that WWE kind of solely has the rights to wrestle in that place because from history I've done Vince McMahon Senior was the reason why wrestling was brought back to the Garden because originally they didn't want it there at one point like in the 50s because they thought of it as a joke okay and like I think right around 62 or 63 Vince McMahon Senior was able to convince them to let them. You know, do his shows there and stuff. So, right. Especially since you gotta think about it at the time in that in that era, there were a lot of Italian Americans. So you're like, hey, you know what? Let me push this guy to the moon. This big Italian American with the accent. People will love him, and of course, people did. Hey, I I'm not a big fan of classic wrestling. Yeah, I can sit down and watch a Bruno San Martino match and be enjoyed. So what he did for his time was very fucking impressive. Yep. You know. I can see him talk about all those matches that he's had with, you know, Andre the Giant, Ivan Putski, Haystacks Calhoun, uh, George the Animal Steel. There's so many. Iron Sheik, which I think he, that's the guy who he lost the belt to. I think. No, him or Ivan Putski. I can't. Don't quote me on this. But, you know, yeah. Um, anything you really want to add to this? I mean, to be honest with you, he's a legend in the um, in the wrestling, not even WWE, just wrestling community altogether. It is sad to see him go, and, you know, death is not a farewell. It's more of a I'll see you later. And, exactly. And that's how we have to look at it, and that's how we have to treat it. And, you know, hopefully in this time we finally realize that wrestlers and any other kind of athlete are just not only athletes but they're also human beings and they also live lives. They're not superheroes. Like they're not, think yeah, they're, they're not superheroes. They're, hmm. they're only portraying a character. Yeah. Their real life it's, you don't know what they go through in a struggle and he was struggling with his health for a very long time. I'm yeah. just very glad that he went very peacefully. Yeah. Very glad. And Jen uh He's very, again, big in wrestling. Of course, you know, famously, he was not a fan of Vince McMahon Jr., technically. Uh, Modern-day Vince McMahon's way of wrestling, how it was more showboaty. He was more towards the era of, this is a sport. Yeah. We take this seriously and stuff like that. So, towards the tail end of his career, he never really, he didn't respect the baby. Um... Mm-hmm. He only ever had one pay-per-view match, which was at WrestleMania 2, a battle royal. He eliminated two people, um, a football player and the Iron Sheik. A little bit of, like, trivia there for you. Uh, 
of course, you know, he's denounced the Attitude Era and all that other stuff and WB forever. Till finally, rumor, well, at least this is a rumor, this is a fact now, that Triple H extended the hand out and talked to him to get him back within the WWE, saying this is your home, this is where your career was. We don't want you to be ashamed of it. We get it. You're not a big fan of what we did in the Attitude Era, but we want to recognize you, so do you mind if we put you in the Hall of Fame? Yeah. And I think in 2012 or 13, 